Welcome to Horror Movie Madness, a new review every Friday at 12 noon. Won't you join us? Okay, we're going to start with the hypnosis for Downrange. Um, Downrange was a movie, I actually just saw it not too long ago, maybe a couple of months ago, and it's from 2018, I believe. It's a really good movie. It started off extremely slow, and I was quite disappointed in the first 20 minutes, but it did start to pick up and get a little bit better. Okay, we're going to jump right in and start with the hypnosis. Here we go. Todd, his girlfriend Sarah, and their new carpooling friends Jody, Karen, Jeff, and Eric become stranded on a remote country road when their SUV suffers a tire blowout. While changing the tire, Jeff is suddenly killed by the sniper. The unseen sniper shoots Sarah next, prompting Eric to take cover behind a tree stump while Jody, Karen, and Todd hide behind the vehicle. The sniper shoots a cell phone off a selfie stick when the trio behind the vehicle tries getting a signal to call out for help. Todd retrieves the toolbox and duct tapes its metal lid to his arm for protection. Although he takes another shot in the process, Todd manages to get the SUV rolling on his second attempt. However, the SUV rolls in the opposite direction until the sniper shoots out another tire and disables it. Eric tries running towards nearby trees in the commotion. The sniper shoots Eric in his ankle as well as his leg. Eric gets the ground and eventually passes out. Karen uses a lighter to heat a hammerhead for cauterizing Todd's arm wound. After retrieving a water bottle from the back seat and taking swigs themselves, the trio tosses the bottle to Eric. The sniper shoots Eric through his hand when he tries to take a sip. During a quiet moment, Todd tells Jody and Karen that his girlfriend Sarah was pregnant, but lost their baby. Lost in reflection and losing hope, Todd goes to drape his shirt over Sarah's face. Surprisingly, the sniper, sniper does not fire. Eric eventually dies from blood loss. Todd sees a vehicle approaching from the distance. The sniper resumes shooting and kills Todd to prevent him from flagging down the other car. The sniper shoots the male passenger in the vehicle. At the wheel, the man's wife loses control and flips their car, ejecting their daughter in the back seat through a window. The sniper shoots the mother when she tries moving from the wreckage towards her daughter's position. The father drags his wife behind the car. Jody and Karen scream at the man to call 911, which he does. The sniper shoots the flipped vehicle's gas tank. The resulting explosion kills the man and the woman. The sniper then executes their daughter. After night falls, Karen and Jody set fire to their SUV to create a smoke screen. Before the two women can make a break for it, however, a sheriff arrives at the scene with a deputy and two police marksmen. The sniper takes out one of the sharpshooters as well as the sheriff. The sheriff's truck loses control. Karen makes a run f for it in the smoke, but the sniper shoots her through the head. Jody regroups at the sheriff's truck with the deputy and remaining marksman, but the sniper shoots the second sharpshooter as well as the deputy. Jody gets in the truck and speeds toward the sniper's position. Jody hits the tree where the sniper is perched, knocking him to the ground. After he cuts himself free from the tangled rope, Jody recovers the sniper's dropped rifle and use it to shoot the sniper several times. When the gun jams, J 
Jody uses the stock end of the rifle to repeatedly bash the sniper in his face, killing him. However, Jody notices tally marks on the rifle for each of his victims, including her five fallen friends, and becomes enraged. In a bleak ending, her final useless strike causes the gun to fire a bullet that tears through her throat, presumably killing her. Okay, so this review is going to be very short and sweet because I found a subnosis that uh, pretty much covered the entire movie. And um, it's really not much use going back over all of that. So um, at this point, I'm just going to start the review. Um, again, I will apologize because I'm having video issues this evening and I'm not able to record. So we're just going to do a podcast instead and I will be uploading it and you'll be able to listen to it. So basically, the movie is, just as we said in the synopsis, um, a bunch of kids are going, let's just say, off somewhere. I don't remember exactly where, to be honest with you. But it seems like they were leaving college, going somewhere for the weekend. And um, their tire blows out. Well, they get out to check it and come to find out it's been sabotaged. So it's not just a normal nail in the tire, that sort of thing. So they get out and they start to inspect it. They start to take the tire off. And as they're all standing around discussing things, they realize that they're not getting the signal. Of course, because they're out in the middle of nowhere. So basically, um, as one of the guys are trying to change the tire, someone shoots him, kills him. One of the other girls is trying to get a signal. She's shot. And um, there are four remaining characters. Three get caught behind the vehicle. One runs into the forest, gets behind a tree stump. And for the next 30 to 40 minutes, it's it's just kind of a standoff between them and this psychopath that has perched himself up in a tree. And he is in full camouflage. His face is painted. You cannot see him. But eventually they get smart and they start to use a mirror and they can tell where the shots are coming from. So that's how they find out where he's at. So then they spend the rest of the movie trying to get away from him and pretty much everybody is killed actually everyone is killed um, it goes through the whole movie where you think for several times I thought okay somebody's going to get away but it just got deeper and deeper into it and there was just no way they were going to escape and um, he takes off and just gets them each one by one and then right towards the end there's only two characters left it's the two girls and um <clears throat> they are they've almost gotten away they create sort of a smoke screen well before that what happens is um, they're standing there they're perched behind this car and their friends are all dead now so they see this car coming up and they try to wave him down but as he's trying to wave him down the guy starts shooting at him. He shoots the driver of the car, makes him run off the road. It's a man, his wife, and their daughter. As they're, when the father is, sh- I mean, the mother is shot driving down the road, they wreck. As a result of the wreck, the daughter is thrown out of the car through the windshield, some odd feet away from the car. And comes out that the father ends up getting his wife out and going back for his daughter. And. <clears throat> He's executed, and then the wife is executed. No, actually, the the explosion takes place. 
That's right. The explosion takes place from the wreck, takes out the mother and father because the gunman is in the tree and he shoots the gas tank of the vehicle that is just wrecked. So that takes out the mother and father. The daughter is some ways away from the wreck and the sniper takes her out by gunfire. So then we have the smoke screen and as it turns out they were trying to get the people driving that car before it was shot and they were all killed to call 911 and they actually made the call. So as the smoke is, they're getting the smoke screen going and they, okay, they think they're going to get away. A sheriff deputy, actually the sheriff and two deputies I think show up. But anyway, they come in, they know what's going on, they see what's happening, they're trying to help them. All of them end up being killed and one of the girls takes off for the woods through this um, smoke screen and she's actually killed. So there's only one left and she... Basically, I really thought she was going to get away, and um, but she didn't. But um, she knows where he's at, so she gets the sheriff's truck, and she takes off in that and goes right for the, the uh, tree. Well, she hits it, and it knocks him out of the tree, and he lands on top of the vehicle. So then she gets out of the truck because she's kind of dazed herself, and he's hanging from the rope from the tree. So she goes over and, well, actually he cuts himself down and there's a little fight back and forth. And she takes his gun and ends up shooting him numerous times. I mean, he's he's not going to get up. And then um, as she's standing there and it's all over, she looks at the gun and there's all the the marks where he's taken out people. And he's counting them down on the on the gun. And she sees that her friends have been marked out on there. And when she does that, she just like freaking flips out and goes bananas and just starts beating the hell out of this dude right in the face just like pulverizing his face with the gun well the last one you know she just pulls the gun up like a really hard hit like right on his face and his face just splatters and stuff and when it happens the gun goes off and it shoots her right in the neck right under like under her chin and it goes off with her kind of gurgling and all this number, but you assume that, you know, she killed him, and of course she had to do that, and then it killed her. <coughs> I will say in the first maybe 20 minutes of the movie, I almost turned it off because it was just so boring. But once you get to the point that they're on the side of the road and they're out of the car, it starts to get better from there. And it actually turned out to be really good. And the ending was my favorite part. So I know that I kind of ruined it for you. But that's the whole point of listening to this or watching the videos is because you want to know about the movie. So again, it is um, Downrange. It was 2017, I believe. And um, it was it was pretty good. It could have been better. But as far as the story itself and the last few survivors and their story... From there on, it was excellent. And if you really like horror movies or things that could actually happen, which this could really happen, it's kind of freaky, you should watch it because it's really an excellent movie. So uh, go check it out. And um, hopefully next week I will have the video back up and going. If not, we may stick to podcast. I don't know. We'll just play it by ear, see what happens. But I will get this uploaded and have it ready before noon tomorrow. I will be working, so I will get it done tonight. And I will try to set it for tomorrow at noon. If it doesn't, I may go ahead and release it tonight. 
So either way, you can listen to it. And um, I will hit back later with uh, the next show, just depending on what I have in order here. I'm not really sure what I had. Let's see. We've got it here. Got the artillery written out. And it looks like I left a free slot. And I had talked to Crystal last week. And I believe she had a movie for me to review. I have not gotten the chance to watch that. Because I have been super busy with both jobs and school and all that good stuff. So, um... It looks like unless um, I get to watch that in time, her request, I will be doing Sleepaway Camp Part 1 next Friday. So, it could change, but if not, more than likely I will be doing the Sleepaway Camp Part 1, and then I will fit hers in, which I think was 20,000 Maniacs, I believe was the name of it that she had mentioned. So I need to look it up and watch it, and then I will review that after the sleepaway camp, more than likely. So, until then, that's all we have for now, so I'll hit you guys up later. Thank you for joining us here at Horror Movie Madness. Until next time.